This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. And be sure to check out Monday Morning with Mo every Monday morning on Facebook Live with free answers to your legal questions. Injured in a car accident or dealing with personal injury, Mo can also help you with a workers' compensation case if you're injured on the job. I don't live in Florida, but Mo would be my go-to if I did. And the best part is they take all accident cases on a contingency fee basis. This means that they will take on your case, put up all necessary funds to build your case as strongly as possible, and they only get paid if they're successful in obtaining a settlement for you. There's no fee or obligation to ask about your cases, so contact Mo today. And make sure to follow Mo DeWitt just for his incredible promotional work. He's, he's a man after my own heart. So many pop culture and film references. I've done art for Mo where he's portrayed as Indiana Jones, Charlie Brown, Frosty the Snowman, Zach Morris, Mrs. Doubtfire. I don't know if I'm allowed to say any of that. That's a, uh, that's a legal question. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo.com. Welcome back to Masters of the Cinematic Universe, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, Part 2. We're going to pick up right where we left off, and that is with Sarah Connor freaking the fuck out. Uh, Joe, roll that clip. I know the date it happens. I'm sure it feels very real to you. On August 29th, 1997, it's going to feel pretty fucking real to you, too. Anybody not wearing two million sunblock is gonna have a real bad day, get it? God, you think you're safe and alive? You're already dead, everybody. Him, you, you're dead already. This whole place, everything you see is gone. You're the one living in a fucking dream, some of it, because I knew it happened. It happened! Jesus Christ. Chills. It's intense. Now, for yeah. my money, that's a good performance, man. Oh, hell yeah. Right? Now, I got to tell you. Oh, no. I looked up what happened on August 29th, 1997. Only two uh, historical events happened that day, which it mm-hmm. was a Friday. The first one's not so, not so happy. Uh, 98, <laughs> over 98, possibly up to 400 people were killed in the Reyes Massacre in Algeria. Okay. But the second thing affects us pretty much on a daily basis for most people. Netflix was founded by Reed Hastings and Mark Randolph in Scotts Valley, California. There you go. Oh, shit. Pretty much the same as an apocalypse. (laughs) I wonder if they did that on purpose. Like, they waited to that exact day because of this movie. I wouldn't uh, be surprised. There's probably some kind of buried trivia about that. That would make sense. Sure. Yeah. That's eerie. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, that was the day Netflix was founded. That's cool. So you're asserting. You can find on Netflix? You can find this voice. Oh, fuck. (laughs) I, I found a way to bring it back in. <laughs> Fuck! I thought we got out of there. All right. Um, yeah, Sarah Sarah Connor's been forced to watch, you know, a video of herself explaining, you know, what's going on. She's not in that place now because she's playing the game. So she wants to get out. She wants to be in minimum security. She wants to see her son because nothing matters more to her than being with John, protecting John so that he can save humanity. So she's trying to play along like, I don't believe this shit anymore. You know, uh, I was delusional. There would be some evidence, blah, blah, blah. Her psychiatrist sees right through this shit. Yeah, she played it a little too, like, like a little too much. Like, you know, she should have, like, had a lift a little crazy in there still. (laughs) A little bit? Like, yeah. 
Like she, she crazy. She is very much. She's like, look, look, I'm not saying that it's not possible it could have happened. I'm just going to accept that it probably didn't happen. Yeah. A little bit of like, you know what? You guys are probably right. Instead yeah. of like, I just was, there would have been some evidence. And why would they do that? I'm like, bitch. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I think the, the, There's also some hesitation as well. In, when, when he answer, asks her a question. The the answer doesn't come straight back. It's uh, uh, you can almost kind of see the thought process on her on her face, which again like telegraphs immensely yeah. that this is a yeah. performance. Yeah. Which yeah. Adam again yeah. leads leads to my previous point. Great performance. There's, right. There's layers and subtlety to it. Guess oh, who yeah. doesn't think it was a great performance? My wife. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> really? My wife. Yeah. I'm watching <laughs> this scene. Right? She's sitting next to me. She's like, oh, great acting. Like, oh, look at wow. It is great acting. <laughs> it is. Oh, that's so great. I, mean, I, I, I will give her... I, I liked her acting. I thought her acting was good. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, I, I, now the kid? No, fuck the kid. <laughs> Excuse me? Very hard. Exactly. That's, hey, that's what it's they, not legal. That's what the cop wanted country. to do, apparently. Yeah. Well, it's Florida, Adam. <laughs> yeah. yeah, can I just take this picture, please? I'll be back. <laughs> Do you have it in a bigger size? Yeah, yeah. Do you have an 8x10 by any chance? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got any holiday photos? Or something? <laughs> <laughs> One with Santa would be nice on the lap. <laughs> oh dear God. <laughs> um, after that, that wonderful Academy Award worthy scene, Jenna, um, <laughs> we then cut to Cyberdyne Systems, right? And we get a character actor who does not get the praise he deserves for his role. Oh, Joe Morton is the best, dude! I'm telling you, like for right. my money, this is my favorite performance in the movie. Is his? Yeah. And Joe, you'll be happy to note, part of that is because of the extended cut and a scene that I was yep. missing in the yes. theatrical. So yep. it I'm wasn't still, like, all disappointed. bad. Disappointed they didn't show where he invented the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> They did not show where he invented the vacuum cleaner, but they did show, they gave you, again, like Doug was saying before, there's some context to some things that you saw in the theatrical that you kind of connect the dots and say, oh, okay, you know, that's, uh, we'll get there. I appreciated it. Um, but really what they're showing you in this first scene is that this company has the arm and the chip from the T-800 from Terminator 1. And yes. they don't know... It's a heavily guarded thing. I mean, you're talking about two security keys being turned at the same time. Nobody knows how it got there, you know, or, or at least is not willing to say how they found it. But this is the guy who's sort of in charge of the R&D on it. And Honestly, even he- I'm more like questioning why they have a fucking brontosaurus in there. Like, what's the dinosaur have to do with anything? Because nerds love dinosaurs, man. Yeah, I was like, I'm watching. Like, do they just repurpose the set of Jurassic Park for this? No, that's that's just production value. You're like, all right, I got to dress the set, right? It's a bunch of computer nerds. What are nerds like? Dinosaurs, robots, uh, porno. You know. Yeah, I, but like, like it made no sense. I'm like, I was, I was like, okay, the rest of this makes sense. Why is there a dinosaur in the middle of the room? Like, I just don't well, no. get it. I think Eric's right, and I think honestly, if the movie, if this movie came out, you know. 2010, 2015, it'd be superheroes. Yeah. yeah. It'd be Marvel. Spider-Man. Yeah. Or it'd it be because, DCU. 
They had know? something from the future in there. They had to get something from the past. Is it like a time travel thing? Like balance balance the fucking scales. Is that right. I would laugh if there's some commentary somewhere. Fucking James Cameron being like, "I put a dinosaur in there because it's a link to the past." And fucking <laughs> Joe's right about everything. <laughs> so we cut back to Sarah Connor. Oh, by the way, if that happens, that's when I move to the woods <laughs> and live like the Unabomber. <laughs> like, what happened to Doug? Like, I don't know, man. Exactly. That James Cameron right interview came out, and he's off the grid. <laughs> hey, I mean, I love you, Joe. I'm always busting balls. Did you ever watch the show Future Man on on uh? Hulu? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> but love James that Cameron was deep in that one. Yes, that was fantastic. I love that show. Yeah, me too. So we cut back to Sarah Connor. Her plan doesn't work. You know, psychiatrist sees right through it. And uh, her response to that is to strangle the fuck out of this guy, man. <laughs> yep. Like, I mean, she goes ape shit. Yeah. Why is the play it cool? Like, stick to the plan, Sarah. <laughs> she really let her inner Christian male actor out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> exactly. And it is a cool moment because you get to see her desperation. Like, all the stuff she's doing as a character works really well. But, but you know, it is what it is. It's, it's, uh, you're not helping yourself, Sarah. Jesus Christ. Like, play the game. Anyway, uh, we cut back to the kids, uh, Butt Nick and John Connor <laughs> and, <laughs> on the dirt bike on their way to the gallery to spend that $300 they stole. Um, Arnold or the Terminator sees them you know, across the way, and they happen to be in that cool, like, drainage ditch from Greece, right? Right. Well, I mean, it's from every movie. That's the L.A. River. The L.A. River. River, yeah. That's from every, yes, yeah, from every That's movie. The, Fast and the, the Furious. It's actually called stuff. the L.A. River, so. Yeah. And, and, Joe, you're right, it is, it makes appearances in an oh, incredible in amount everything. of everything. Yeah. Everything. If you Absolutely need a place everything. to race and you're filming in Los Angeles, go into the L.A. River. No, 100%. River. 100%. Yeah. So they, they use that to get to the mall. And this is the mall in the 90s, so it's peak awesome. Yeah. You know? it's, we're going to the arcade, motherfucker. Like, that's the place to be. I'm sorry. The mall. People, excuse me. <laughs> what I'm was that, Doug? Pizza. I'm eating pizza because I'm starving. But um, the mall in the 80s was more yeah. cool uh, than the mall right. in the 90s. Late 80s, early 90s. Whoa, yeah. right. But I was like five years old, so I don't count it. <laughs> Well, um, I was a, I was, wow, never mind. <laughs> but you're right. That era, like when Tiffany was touring and shit, like that's peak, yeah. that's peak mall. Exactly. I appreciate that. Yeah. Exactly. I, I was a mall kid growing up. When, or as you may listen, say, a mall rat. When mall you rat. had to go to the mall, to the Ticketmaster outlet at the mall yeah. to get your tickets for the Aerosmith concert <laughs> that was coming up. That's Hold the on. coolest thing ever. I when still they, did what that store in, was it in? Was Sam that? Goody, man. I still yep. did that in like 2003. Well, I'm, yeah, me too. Here, but I'm talking about when Ticketmaster had its own like store. It wasn't inside of Sam Goody. Oh, it was just the okay. Ticketmaster oh, store. Either or Fye right. for your entertainment, which was which was right next to the Iron Arm T-shirt shop <laughs> where you got oh. all your shirts. Has to be. I mean, Has why not? Be. That yeah. just makes sense. Exactly. That's just good marketing. I had a closet full of those things. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so we're at the we're at the 90s mall, which we've determined is you know. The second best. It's era up there. Of mall. It's up there. I don't dispute that. And uh, Arnold's in the mall. The T 1000s in the mall. John Connor's in the mall. Butnick's in the mall. Everybody's in the mall. Yeah. Making their way to the arcade where these kids have not a care in the world. Um, now, Butnick is, he's the wingman you want. 
Like he's the he's the buddy oh, you yeah. want on your side. He does not snitch. He nah. does not give up his friend. Nope. This is we don't give enough credit to characters like this. Right. And he sports and, the smoothest ginger uh, mullet in history. <laughs> I mean, it is rough, it isn't it? <laughs> it's it's fucking rough. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's fucking rough. I would, you know, I like to make art for this show, Adam. I I think I'm inspired to make a Terminator Two poster of that character with the mullet, with your quote. It's fucking rough, right underneath it, man. Yes, that'd be strong. Indeed. So they they finally make their way to the arcade. He's showing that pedo uh, photo he stole to all yep. the kids. Shows it to Butnick and says, Butnick is like I said, ride or die. He's like, I don't know who the fuck that is. Never seen him in my life. Was a fucking ugly kid. Yeah, go warns him like, "Hey, you got to get the fuck out of here." Hey, there's some cobbling for you. And I, I was just gonna point out the fact that he's playing Afterburner too, which is yep. like peak, absolutely yep. peak nineties arcade. Mm. Absolutely, so good. So um, good, man. That kind of shows what era I grew up in. <laughs> no, dude, I'm with you. There's an, like there's the, a, it had them like the full the full cage as well. Oh, that yes. was a rotating the rotating cockpit and everything. Oh, absolutely. You had to have that. Yeah. Um, you had to have one of the either the Simpsons, X Men, or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle four player game. Right. One of those. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. And Crazy Taxi was always a must. Mm-hmm. Joe, you're the only person on the show who lives relatively close to me. Next yep. time you're in my neck of the woods, there's an arcade five minutes from my house. That oh, has that's all beautiful. of those games. That's it's marketed. Down, let's go. Yeah, it's marketed towards. Old is it a nerd right? Yes, yes. Yeah, we have one we've of those, one of those too. Yeah. You get your IPA. You get your uh, Simpsons so can arcade. We, can we play the four-player game together? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice! I'm down. Hundred yeah. percent. So John Connor escapes the arcade. He knows something's going on. It's cop looking for him. Runs into the uh, you know back hallways, and we get our first like real actiony action of this movie. Yeah. Um, and it's very suspenseful. The music plays a huge role yeah. in this movie, more so than I realized, um, you know, upon a rewatch. Um, we get John running away from the T-1000 straight into the arms almost of Arnold, who's carrying a box of roses, which is disguising a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. Which is great because he was listening to Guns and Roses. Boom. Yeah. Episode over. Have a good night, folks. Which they actually <laughs> shot a scene of them in this movie, but the, it didn't make the cut. Of Guns and Roses? Mm-hmm. What? Arnold really? standing next to, to Axel and Slash. I'll see if I can find the picture. Oh, man. Oh, my God. That would have put this over the top. So we have a standoff between the two Terminators at this point. It's at this point that John realizes, oh, shit, this bad Terminator is actually protecting me from this cop who's a metal liquid fuck, you know, yeah. it's crazy. Now, when Arnold starts pumping lead into this guy, you get this very cool effect of, like, the liquid metal sort of creating these, uh, these I don't know what the word is, squibs or, or you know, impact wounds. Yeah, like craters, isn't it? Almost yes, like exactly. Craters, isn't it? Yep. Now, for years and years, I assumed that was a CG effect, that was real. That was a practical effect. Right. There, there was like a gas-loaded squib underneath uh, his clothing, and those mushroom, those silver shapes just popped out 
No idea. I didn't know that until like three days ago. It's so convincing on film. Yeah. Happening yeah, you in can real see, time. Right. You can, you can see that. And then where it falls short is when they heal back up. Oh, yeah. That's when well, it goes right, full. Well, all right. Listen, again, sitting in a theater in 91 watching this, I was like enthralled by the whole thing. I didn't notice that, you know. But yeah. you yeah. watch it even anytime I've watched it since. Yeah, it, it's, it's yeah. limited in what they sure. could do. But um, it, it definitely yeah. has age, doesn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. just got a bunch of aluminium yeah. vaginas all over his body. But it's, it's the first. <laughs> <laughs> we apologize, Adam. I don't apologize. I mean, how else you can <laughs> so, Should I use the word fanny or should I use the, the c word? Yeah. I mean, what do you prefer? <laughs> um, yeah, Look, Adam I mean, is speechless at your your yeah. racism. <laughs> I'm just yeah, trying to, no. you know. No, he's accommodating. The, yeah, of the accommodating of the language. Yeah, the language difference. Yeah. Um, don't. Yeah. You, don't. You, don't. Fa- don't excuse like, this behavior. I'm using the proper terminology here. Fanny's. Uh, it's. It's something that you'd refer to, like if you were in, uh, like kindergarten, you'd call it a fanny. <laughs> okay. Um, I will not ask up. you for a cigarette, it, though. That's where I draw the line. That just <laughs> summed it all up, Eric. If you were in kindergarten. If you were in kindergarten, yeah. <laughs> you know what I appreciate as far as, you know, what I understand to be British terminology is mm. the use of bottom for ass. Mm. Because Americans are so crude, you know. And when I'm speaking right. to my wife, I prefer a nice, like, you know, I'm going to smack you on the bottom. That's, to me, much more sexy than, like, come here and let me grab that ass. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's there's place for both of those, isn't there? I, I do like the terminology better. Like, bellend is better than penis. Oh, yeah. Bellend bell oh, bell is, is the, the best. Yes. That is the king of penis terms. And, and Adam, <laughs> I have to admit that it, it popped up on, you know, because I'm Facebook friends with you <laughs> and, and a bunch of other, you the know, British cohorts. And, <laughs> and it popped up and I had to look He's it up. Popped up. About. I know. I'm very good at unintentional segues. Um, I had to look that up, and then I, I have loved it ever since. <laughs> yeah. Well, you had to look up Bellend? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Seriously, okay. I didn't know. right yes. into it. Yep. <laughs> Doug, stop cocking about. And it is like the best description ever. Anyway. It really is, man. That's top tier. Yeah. You know, for, for everything that we borrowed culturally from, from, you know, where you come from in America, that needs to be at the top of the list because... Borrowed, stole. We stole. Borrowed, stole. Appropriate. Well, is it really stolen when they brought it here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we did it too. Kept. Yeah, we kept. Sure. Kept. <laughs> so back to the movie. Uh, enough dick talk, folks. For now. We, for now. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll save some for later. We get our, our fight scene between these two Terminators, and it is brutal and physical. Oh, it's and so good. Yeah. I mean, just slamming each other into concrete. Yep. walls yep. and and it's fun to see arnold's response you can tell that he's playing the character as someone who's never met a physical match before so he almost right. has a look of like hey what the fuck like right yeah right it's very fun um, no it really is yeah this fight spills through the wall and, <laughs> and into a uh, a store and you get to see a stuntman fly through a plate glass window which is fantastic yep. yeah um John 
in one of the smartest moves in like a victim in an action film decides to run away like in so many of these right. movies the main character just stands there and takes it all in like oh my gosh homeboy's out of there he's like i don't know what the fuck is going on but i'm getting on my dirt bike and getting out of here yeah. and he hauls yeah. ass well mom taught him well yeah exactly you know self-preservation baby he's a survivalist right yeah also goes back to the whole like you know pussy kid thing i was talking about earlier Oh, okay, yeah, Joe. Joe. Because, right. you know, in Florida, you stand your ground, and stand that works out right. really well for most people. <laughs> do I got to get the shoddy back out? Okay. Oh, God. Don't do it. <laughs> so he gets on the dirt bike. Of course it won't start because it's a movie. You're building tension. And the T-1000 starts to run after him. Or, you know, makes his way down the stairwell. Yep. And eventually Dude, when the bike Bucker takes off. Usain Bolt before Usain Bolt was Usain Bolt. I know, So right? interesting trivia. Robert Patrick trained so well for this role and the running and the physicality of it, that he became too fucking fast. And he yeah. caught the dirt bike on, <laughs> yeah. on, on the first couple of takes. They had to tell yeah. him, like, dude, you got to slow, slow down. down yeah. Please. Yeah. That's he, why they he, put him in the truck in the, the L.A. River, because they didn't want him to, like, you know, beat the dirt bike. Yeah, to I catch know. the bike. And, uh, slow like, put him yeah, in he, a slow-ass Freightliner. <laughs> and he trained, he trained to breathe through his nose so he wouldn't show emotion on his face while he was running like that. Oh, like he that. was super yeah. dedicated to this role, and he did such a great job. Incredible, man. Um, John hauls <laughs> ass back down to the L.A. River, where he runs into Danny Zuko. And, uh, <laughs> but it's, it, okay, here, here's where we have to pause. This, again, we've, we've done Jurassic Park. We've done Ghostbusters. We've done Back to the Future. Some of these movies have my favorite scenes of all time. This is another one of those. Terminator 2, this action sequence ranks among the top film sequences for me of all time yep this is the the scene that i put on when i you know in my 20s when i got a big screen tv i was like oh we gotta test this motherfucker out terminator <laughs> 2 fast forward um it is just so well crafted it is exhilarating visually you're you're not dealing with dialogue. You're not dealing with exposition. You're just dealing with visual storytelling, and it is fucking yep. breathtaking. Um, so I will quickly walk you through it. We're in the L.A. River. John Connor's on his dirt bike. He thinks he's outrun or hid from the T-1000, who's now in a full-blown semi-truck. But all of a sudden, from above him on an overpass, crashes this truck. And this is really happening. Like, this oh, is yeah. all... yeah really being filmed by the way uh james cameron is a fucking maniac and this movie <laughs> proves it yeah. and not just here like it, it there's a there's a stunt sequence later that could have killed many people and he was cool with that um he was cool <laughs> so meanwhile in the they, background, die, they die um, i i must yeah. ask just out of out of courtesy can you call it a lorry a lorry absolutely oh, i i God, apologize See, even Adam didn't ask me to call it a lorry. Fucking. Yeah, because he won't. He's he's too polite to do that. Is that true? Yeah. No, yeah, he's too I'm not sociopathic to do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, so, I'm just noting it down in my book of pet peeves. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. Yeah. That would be kind of that would be kind of fun if there was a little journal. He said, "Strike one." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah yep. you are now officially dead to me, unfortunately. <laughs> we had a good run. There you go. <laughs> so this fucking Peterbilt, uh, literally, 
Oh, sorry. I bet he did as well, didn't he? Semi. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also, in, was it a Peterbilt or was it a Freightliner? I think it was a Freightliner. It was right. a Freightliner, and it was a it big was. tow truck. It was a it was and a eighteen wheeler tow truck. I was impressed. Oh. I think could fucking take that hit and keep driving. Yeah, I, mean, I know they they little uh, liberties were taken, but sure, uh, sure. But my God, what an impressive shot! Oh, of, it's amazing. John yeah. just standing there watching in awe as this fucking guy right. does the impossible. Um, again, the music—it just—I I do a poor impression of it. But I was talking. I was at Hourglass Brewing today talking to the owner Brett about this scene because they knew we were recording this tonight, and he was like, you know. Yeah, it's so exciting. And I said, yeah, the music. Remember this bit? It just gets you so pumped, man. Yep. There's there's so much suspense here. Um, in the background, you've got the T-800 Arnold Schwarzenegger on his Harley, you know, sort of surveying. He's he's a bit a few, a few hundred yards behind. And literally shotgun blasting gates <coughs> open. Yes. Yeah. He had to practice doing that. Like, that was a move he had to do to reload and shoot. So he tore all the skin off of his hand in preparation for a lot of these scenes. Um, didn't know that. That's. Wow. I, I didn't even know you could reload a gun that way. I just always thought that was movie bullshit. Right, but right. Apparently, it's really you weird because later he pump actions it like this, but now he's doing it with the handle. So I don't really know which one's correct on that shotgun. I, I, I don't know. I'm not a gun. I'm a pacifist, Joe, but. All I know is uh, he did some damage. Well, some this. shotguns, you like grab the bottom, you pull the handle down and pull the handle back up. So I'm thinking he's yeah. like rotating it and it's flipping the handle. Right. Yeah. That's but what later, he clearly yeah. goes like this and does the whole like up and down pump the, action yeah. later right. in the movie. His hand probably got tired. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Cameron, can we switch this a bit, please? So I'm trying to like figure out which type of shot, unless it was a different shotgun. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So we get this, this thrilling chase sequence. Now they're on equal footing. The truck is chasing after John on the dirt bike. Now, it's amazing that you can't see the seams in this because there are a lot of them. The The stunt person on the dirt bike was an adult, so they had to give him a bike that was scaled to him to match the shots of oh, I want that bike. Edward Furlong on the bike. So there were different sized bikes, different sized people. This is all stitched together in a way that you do not run into at all. Like, there's no there's no shot in this where I'm like, oh, that's not the kid. Oh, that's the kid. Like, it's just very well constructed. Um, think about how think about how difficult, not difficult, but more work intensive that is. Cameron's got to map that out, shot yeah. by shot by shot by shot. Where today a director goes, all right, we're just going to CG debt. Yep. Like yep. you know, give it to give it to the guys, give it to the effects guys, and we'll have it done. And, you know, they may custom tailor it as it's moving along, but he had to map this out on a storyboard, like frame by frame by frame. Yep. And that's, like, you know, that's genius. I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but in Bad Santa, that was a full-size guy that slid down, not Tony Cox. They had to scale up the slide and everything to make it look like him. No, I'm just being an asshole. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) You motherfucker. (laughs) I can't believe you bought that. Joe, you had me, man. (laughs) <laughs> I know, I, and I know you know it's easy to get me, but you got me. That was fucking great. <laughs> I jumped well, just wait the train. You watch Friday, and you watch Tony Cox <laughs> yeah. chase Bernie Mac out of his house. Because <laughs> it does I mean, happen. You know, we've got Captain Obvious. I'm I'm Mr. Gullible. So. <laughs> and, and, and I'm not. I am a hundred percent legitimately telling you that in Friday, Tony Cox will chase Bernie Mac. Oh, that's great. I'm Prepare looking forward yourself. to watching that. I really am. It's a good movie. You'll you'll like it. 
I, like I think I will. I think I will. Yeah. All right. So of note too, you know, again, as the as a listener or the viewer, is that Arnold Schwarzenegger is on a platform, so to speak, well above where the motorcycle and the truck chasing it are. So he's yeah, you know, he's looking road down on the action. He's on the service road for the he's LA. He's on the surface yeah. road, yeah. like looking down into the river. Mm-hmm. Now this narrows to a point, right, where he has to just take a leap of faith and get down to their level. I don't know how many feet it is. All I know is that cinematically, the way it's shot, it looks fucking impossible for a human right. being yeah. to achieve this, and yet a human <laughs> being achieved it. He did it. That's, this his, is my yeah. favorite part of this whole scene. I mean, and that motorcycle jump is absolutely amazing because he did it. This whoever did it did it on a Harley. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it might have been modified, but that was a friggin' you know twelve hundred pound Harley. It wasn't a dirt bike yeah. that this guy did like, this on. That thing would shatter your back if you did exactly. that. Exactly. And he he did it. And I I know Eric, you're right. It probably wasn't as high as it was. You know the the way it was shot. But I mean, there's there's some forced perspective, a, right? You're angled yes. up. Yes. And the guy, yeah. I think the bike or whatever was on cables. Like they, there was a. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. Line, that's yeah. very well, true. In, you're right. In fairness, right. Evil Knievel rode Harley's too, which is kind of fucking crazy to think <laughs> about. No, that's true. That's that guy was, was a fucking maniac. Though. He was certifiable. <laughs> he just wanted to die. This is his deal. And you but haven't yeah. lived. In, you, uh, by the way, you haven't lived until you watch the George Hamilton. Uh, uh, movie about evil knievel so george Ooh. hamilton was evil knievel oh <laughs> i need to see that jesus <laughs> okay. that, was that the one called hot rod uh no no, no joe <laughs> that was not hot rod <laughs> but anyway so, yeah yeah that is ahead. that is the big bell end of this sequence <laughs> <laughs> like that's big the climax man. the the music all swells to that point and it just it sort of suspends while it's he's a great in chase scene oh and yeah slow motion and yeah beautifully done and it's fucking breathtaking it is thrilling all of this leading up to him catching up to john plucking him off the dirt bike dirt bike gets run over by the truck um he shoots the tire of the truck which crashes and explodes and it's magnificent man if if for some reason you've never seen this scene this film or this scene just just do yourself a favor and and watch it it's a yeah just youtube that definitely it's great it's fantastic. If you haven't seen it, I'm not sure how you made it this far into this podcast, how you found yeah. this podcast, <laughs> how you have managed to exist on this planet. But, yep. my God, it is it is wonderful. Um, it, 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 the scene ends with, you know, Arnold and John surveying the blaze and a tire rolls out of it. And he aims his gun at it in preparation, thinking that it may be the T-1000, but of course it's not, and they right away. And then you get the expensive CGI money shot, yep, which yep. is early CGI, and of course, you know... It, it's ILM, though. It's ILM, and it, and it looks as good as it could possibly have looked at that time. Yeah. Does it hold up today? Mm, no. No, it doesn't. No, 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 but, no. no. <laughs> nope. But at, at the time, like, what was the what was the previous bar set by like the Abyss? Like, it was it was right. impressive. Like, oh no, shit! Oh Absolutely. yeah, yeah. What? Like I say, watching this as a as an eight year old, this it was the coolest fucking thing on the planet. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, 
a liquid metal man coming out of the fire. It's just right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It was cool. Me and my brother used to. There's a scene where he's explaining to John later on, like what the T1000 deal is, and you know he's got that thick Austrian accent, of course. So he says something to the effect of "poly oli alloy," <laughs> right? Poly oli alloy. Exactly. So we would do that a lot as kids. We'd be like, "poly oli alloy," and John's like, "What? Liquid?" It sounds metal. like me trying to name Welsh cities. Yes, exactly. <laughs> poly oli alloy. What's the deal with the Welsh? <laughs> uh, uh, we've, I'm sure we've been here before. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sure. Like, this is, I'm getting deja vu. That was very it. Seinfeld, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the deal, what's with, the the deal wo- with the Welsh? Uh, what's the deal so, with the Welsh? Seinfeld, if Seinfeld wasn't funny. Your cities are too hard to say. Yeah. I'm currently watching Seinfeld for the first time as well. Like Over in the UK, Seinfeld... Uh, well, when I when I was growing up, at least anyway, Seinfeld wasn't really a thing. Uh, oh, that makes sense. Are you uh, of, listening uh, to Brian Patreon Geller, supporter Brian? The, the Time Jokes. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, see? Yes. Button podcast. He's forcing yeah. me to watch this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, it it gets better off, like from season two onwards. Season one. Oh was yeah, a, definitely. It was a season yeah. one was rough. That was a tough. I started watch. rewatching it because of them yeah. also. And I realized how much it's a precursor for Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like, oh, definitely, it, it's so similar. No, they because they took because they're Always shitty Sunny, people. They took it and said, "What if they were absolutely yeah, like, yeah. like what if there was nothing and immoral?" Them? You know? Oh, and don't don't forget when you don't Seinfeld watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, oh yeah. I still haven't done that. I don't understand what my problem is, but I don't either. Anyway. Oh, Larry David is a fucking genius. No, exactly, and we I've talked about it. Like there's no good reason why I haven't watched that. And any time I have, I've died laughing every it's time. So yeah. I just Cur- need to get Curb into enthusiasm it. Enthusiasm is basically you know? Seinfeld with the leash off. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. With, with the meta, you know, with Same the- same exact sense of humor because of Larry yeah. David and just the cast, the the supporting cast. Well, just all him. Of them. Like, just him. Like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Absolutely. It's so, like, you cringe so much. It's just yeah. like, ugh. Like, I think the first episode was he had a pair of corduroy pants that made it look like he had an erection when he sat. Yeah. <laughs> and he starts asking people, does it look like I have an erection? Yeah. So he goes yeah. to the movies with his wife's friend, and his wife's friend looks over as she's rubbing his arm <laughs> jokingly and thinks that he has a boner. And that's... <laughs> That's the crux yeah. of the episode. There you go. Like, That's Seinfeld yeah. without a filter. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It really is. And he's trying to argue like, no, it's the pants. It's the pants. <laughs> Shrinkage, you know. Jerry. Shrinkage. Yeah, exactly. Much, yeah. So back to Terminator 2. <laughs> <laughs> I just blew my load on that sequence. But um, yes. we get a lot of exposition You know, when John starts asking questions like, hey, what the fuck is going on? Which, you know, he has the right to. Um, you, you get this backstory from the Terminator about what's going on and um, what the next move, you know, at least in his estimation would be is that he's going to try to go after your mom Um, because I'm jumping ahead a little bit just in the interest of time, but um, I want to say there's a scene where they go into a phone booth to call his step-parents at this point, and he knows something's fishy. Like, John yeah. Connor knows something's yeah. fishy. Yeah. So, so the Terminator takes the phone and does 
his best Edward Furlong impression and tricks the T-1000 into a corner, basically. And this is all on, on the dog. The dog's barking in the background, and he says, What's the dog's name? Yeah. And he's like, It's uh, Max. 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 He's like, What's wrong with, what's wrong with Wolfie? Wolfie? He's barking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all he does it in a thick Austrian accent as well. <laughs> yeah. 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 He hangs no, up I, the phone and says, you know, your your step parents are dead. I exactly. Yeah, he didn't he didn't beat uh, around the bush there. But really quickly to jump at, to jump back to the scene when he first came to the house and he got the picture. The dog barking in the background was not a German shepherd. <laughs> it was like a yappy fucking yeah, shaking yeah. piss dog. Yeah. Right. It was like very high pitched. It was not a German Shepherd. Maybe that's why he was confused with the dog's name. I guess. I don't know. But yeah. Now here's the thing. Another yeah. Joe extended cut scene. Exactly. The T one thousand kills this fucking dog. Yeah. Completely yes. unfucking necessary. Unnecessary. Like I know why they took it out. I don't know why they filmed it in the first fucking place. I I understand this was pre PETA, but for anybody who has any care for animals, what there was no reason for him killing this fucking yeah. dog. Well, I mean, it, I understand why he I grabbed mean, the collar. He saw Max and he knew he was fooled. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But I never missed that. I never questioned the theatrical version. Going, wait a minute, how did he figure that out? Yeah, you didn't I mean, need it. Like, it I mean, there was there was a real yeah. name. There was a fake name. And exactly. okay, I get it. Like you didn't need that. Uh, you can't leave mm-hmm. any witnesses. I guess. <laughs> how does how does this yeah. futuristic robot not know that the dog can't tell him later that like it was him? That's true. Ah, he's so, a little sadistic for a robot, I guess. I, I mean, he doesn't I mean, know the difference between a dog and a person. He's a robot. He's like so, Bender. The, the thing that got me about that scene, it, it weren't the the dog killing. That kind of makes sense. Robot. It's the path of yeah. least resistance and all that. Yep. What? Why is he dressed as the woman? The uh, the the wife. That's true. For, yeah. for the entire scene until he realizes, oh, I've been rumbled here. No, that's very true. He's, he's playing happy families. He's like, oh, yeah, this, is, this is the best way. Why to... does he always go back to the cop? Why doesn't he just stay with whoever he was last? They, they don't really explain it other than, you know, that's the strongest link he has to. Yeah, that was his first know. transformation. And it's, it's just easy because they don't want to hire 50 actors. Yeah. They only have to want to have to hire 30. You, you sound like my wife, Joe. You sound just like, <laughs> God damn it. But, but to Adam's point, you know, maybe the T-1000 just wanted to experience what it was like to get fucked by a redneck. I don't know. Like, <laughs> maybe. What, maybe. When in Rome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm sorry. Also, really quickly, Xander Berkeley, who plays the dad, the foster dad, he's one of my favorite character actors because he can play a very cool good guy and an awful but a snarky bad guy he usually plays the bad guy sort of like william atherton in die hard and ghostbusters like just that mm. snarky and biodome right fuck face guy but he can also <laughs> like in gattaca he's one of my favorite like purple yeah. characters in that movie um which again i can't believe i haven't added that to the fucking list yet because i love that movie but um yeah xander berkeley kudos to you man i love you it's a cool yeah, name too yeah right Xander That's Berkeley. part of it, Joe. You're right. I that's love really his cool name. name. I love his name, Xander Berkeley. Man, that's like if that's not a Hollywood name, I don't know what is. Yeah. Anyway, what do you think his real Hello. name is? Like fucking. Yeah, right. Stephen Joe Lowe. Alexander yeah. Stanford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, in the interest of time, because we are only 42 minutes into this movie, um, 
Joe, hit this next clip for me. This is where John Connor is explaining to the Terminator why it's important for him to go back and save his mom. Wait. <laughs> you skipped one. You're Bro. right. I did. God. I was like, wait a second. Hold it, Eric. You skipped, you skipped one here. Damn it. I did. The next clip I want you to hit, Joe. Um, this is where, after all this mall fiasco, and obviously there's questions after this happens. There's like a thousand witnesses. Um, the police start to question Sarah Connor about like, hey, look, we've reviewed the security footage from what happened today. This is the same guy from your first movie, the first one. And, uh, you know, we have some questions about who this motherfucker is. Joe, <laughs> hit that clip. These were taken by a video surveillance camera at the West Highland Police Station. 1984. He killed 17 police officers that night. Men with families. Children. These were taken at a mall in Reseda today. Miss Connor, we know you know who this guy is. Look, I just sat here and told you that your son is missing that the foster parents have been murdered. We know this guy's involved. Doesn't that mean anything to you? Don't you care? The thing is, she does care. But she's got to pretend like she doesn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... All of this is, is a lead-up to things. I mean, this, this movie is high-octane, so every setup gets a payoff... There's no um, tease that goes unfulfilled. There's no edging to be had in this movie. Right. Um, this all leads up to a, a moment that we'll get to. Um, <clears throat> but like I said, in the interest of time, hit the clip that I said to hit before the clip <laughs> that I said. <laughs> now hit this clip. It's like everything I've been brought to believe was all made of bullshit. I hated her for that. But everything she said was true. She knew. And nobody believed her. Not even me. Listen, we gotta get her out of there. Negative. The T-1000's highest probability for success now will be to copy Sarah Connor and to wait for you to make contact with her. Great. What happens to her? Typically, the subject being copied is terminated. Shit, why did you tell me? We gotta go right now! Negative. It's not a mission priority. You will fuck you! She's a priority to me! <laughs> this, this is where this movie sort of eclipsed Terminator 1 for me. Because yeah. it's not just about killer robots anymore. It's about a kid, the complexity of his emotions, right. what's important to his humanity versus what's important to saving humanity. Like, it, it gets mad deep. Yeah. You know? And really quickly, <laughs> technical-wise, for whatever reason, um, John Connor sounds way younger in that clip. <laughs> he's very much more high-pitched. told you he sounds like a pussy little kid. Okay. And secondly... Hey, she's, no, she's my mom. I know, but he doesn't sound like that in the movie. But secondly, this is the most Arnold Austrian accent seen <laughs> in the whole movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, the probability of success, I can't even do it. Like, it is so Arnold. It is, like, quintessential Arnold. Better Negative. than any other movie he's been in, even Conan and all that shit. It was just so Arnold, and I loved it. It's this and Jingle All the Way. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He didn't even try in that one. That was Put the cookie down. It's <laughs> <laughs> not cookie. the tumor. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, you're right. That that There's this delivery, and later on in the movie when they're in the car, he's reading lines off a windshield. You can fucking tell. Yes, I know. Yeah, he's yeah. saying way too yep. much. He's yeah. like, Danny DeVito did not get me pregnant. <laughs> I know. And you know what? There isn't an actor in Hollywood who gives less of a fuck that people know he's reading from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. In 1997, he- <laughs> Like, bitch, I can see your eyes moving back and forth. He gives zero fucks about anybody caring about that. You look like you're hosting Saturday Night Live, motherfucker. (laughs) Like, Jesus Christ. Live from New York, it's Saturday night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but this and Jingle All the Way were were, that scene we mentioned last time. This is my ball. Like, (laughs) mm. we will pump you up. Ladies and gentlemen, I know you tuned in for the Arnold impressions. You saw the title. You knew it was exactly. coming. Fuck you if you didn't expect it because, god damn it, what else were we supposed to do? Anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say fuck you to our listeners. <laughs> not all um, of them. Not all of them. Just like one or two. <laughs> Literally, there's one here right now. So it's not like, like live. Wow. <laughs> just RJ. Just me. Oh, God. Yeah. You're the only no, just kidding. I love you, RJ. Um, he meant that in a he'll he'll have sex with you way. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> RJ RJ knows I like him. Let's let's move on. Um, <laughs> I wasn't we I wasn't too big into the cure. <laughs> <laughs> it's an acquired taste. It's the lipstick. Like it's off. I like the cure. Yeah, it's got a cool. Gu- you guys are guitar guys. It's got a very cool guitar sound. It was dug it. Ah, fuck it. I like the disease. all right while we're on the subject of linda linda hamilton and her portrayal of sarah connor um in that clip that we played earlier where she's being questioned by the police she's completely detached like there's so many layers to her performance in this movie that um you know she deserves a lot of credit it's also it's a mask. She's actually stealing a paperclip so that she can later escape. Um, yep. But my God, my wife could not be more wrong about this actress. Yeah. It just oh no no no, she was amazing. You're yeah, right. I, she was one of the good parts of this movie. It's bugging the shit out of me. <laughs> I but might have. There's to not a point in divorce papers. Oh <laughs> oh oh! <laughs> I'm just wow. I'm just kidding. But, it would be funny as hell, though, if I, I served my wife with kid. divorce papers. I know, right? Now, now there were parts of this movie where Linda Hamilton's twin sister stood in for her when she wasn't available. That's true. That's true. Well, yeah, they Maybe those were the scenes your wife was complaining about. There you go. Maybe. But how hilarious would that be if in uh, the paperwork pretty... it said, you know, irreconcilable differences over Linda Hamilton's performance <laughs> in Terminator 2 Judgment Day? Like, yeah, it that would be was a first. The... It would be Very a first. specific. Yes. You wouldn't exactly. want to go to that judgment day. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Joe's right. Um, you know, Edward Furlong, uh, he was different ages as the filming of this movie progressed. So yeah. his voice was all over the place. His height was all over the place. Right. Um, there are scenes where he looks very young and there are scenes where he looks like he's fucking 17 years old. Mm-hmm. It's hard to control that that kind of thing. So there is a lot of ADR. Um yeah. I mean, you could just film the movie like over a six-month period and not like you know take years to make it. I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Fucking James Cameron. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> Speed it up. It right. took two years for the Titanic to sink. You and your creative process, you prick. <laughs> it's like, that lady wasn't an old lady when she was on the Titanic. Yeah, exactly. The time that shit it's been 27 years. I mean, 84 years. <laughs> so there's also a scene of note around this time in the movie where young John figures out that this robot has to do whatever he tells him to. Um, yep. Which for a 10-year-old, apparently, <laughs> even yeah. though it's fucking <laughs> you know, clearly not 10, <laughs> yeah. it's a very cool thing. So he's like oh, fucking yeah. with him, you know, like, oh, all right, stand on one foot. And of course he has <laughs> to do it. Um, these two very early 90s, I want to <laughs> say amateur wrestlers, maybe? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> Ooh, buzzsaw! I mean, they're they're labeled in the cast list as Jock One and Jock Two. So I mean, come on, Bonesaw uh, is ready. <laughs> yep. Ooh yeah. yeah. Um, they come over, you know, because there's a commotion between Arnold and the boy, where he's you know fighting with him. They come over to check on the kid. What's wrong? Is this guy messing with you? Because John's yelling hey, for hey, help. Wait, wait. Is he the guy who asked your parents for the picture of you? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the other guy. That's the oh, other okay, robot. Cool. We don't and, worry about uh, this guy in the motorcycle. You know, robot means slave. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Different movie. You like, he's like, hey, um, prove your loyalty to me. Go hack that ATM. <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone the ATM. But it, it's very much like a, a power play. Like, these guys come over, and he sort of forces the Terminator yeah. to fuck with them, you know? Yeah, and it's yeah. like, they're just trying to help him. Like, dude, like, what the fuck's wrong with you, kid? Yeah, a little douchebag, this kid. <laughs> right, uh, piece of shit. But Terminator takes it a step further, pulls out his handgun, and, and wants to blow this guy's brains out. And John stops him in a moment of, of like I said, humanity. Like, whoa, 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 what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, which, I I call, which I call bullshit on. Because there's no you? way a 10 or 12-year-old kid is going to move the Terminator's arm to deflect that gun. Oh, I'm yeah, not 100% yeah. a dick. Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a asshole. little bit, of, that's a stretch. Because there ain't no way he'd hit that arm and he'd fall, he'd fall back. Wouldn't yeah. move it. That's true. Yeah. Not only is it a grown, muscular Austrian man, but he's literally made of steel. <laughs> exactly. He's a robot, yeah. You're not exactly. going to, yeah. But we'll let it slide. I think narratively you could say, like, Maybe the robot was confused because he's... Yeah, he wasn't expecting it. Yeah, yeah, he caught him off guard. (laughs) But it it does display an important point. This kid has a heart. And that's what is sort of at the heart of this movie is, you know, that, again, that line, you're not a Terminator anymore is important because Terminator is is the hero of this movie. Right. And uh, in order to sell that, he really didn't do a lot of killing in fact no, exactly and you're right that's a very important point here you're right to because to make him the hero there was no choice but to remove the terminator from him yeah so cameron did a great job with so that I completely i didn't even think about that until now and i completely agree with you yeah it's 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 much easier to you know get on his side when he's kneecapping people yeah <laughs> exactly blowing their brains out and this was way before the anti-hero thing. Like that's a yeah. that's a theme now that happens in every friggin' superhero movie or any movie or, or TV yeah, show even that has that. Santa movies. Exactly that's that true. that you know anti-hero. Um, it wasn't the norm. So good job, yeah. Mr. Cameron. Yep. So, so when I call you, when I email you, and ask you to be on our next episode of a movie you did, you're going to do it because I love you. Right? And yes. we're not doing space Pocahontas, by the way. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that shit. Yeah. I mean, so, Avatar oh, is just literally the exact plot of Pocahontas <laughs> in space. Yeah. No, no, you're wrong. It's the exact That's plot of Fern Gully in space. It's the exact, yeah. it's the exact plot of them Dances them with Wolves in space, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is the exact plot of another I mean, movie I can't even John fucking remember. Smith, Jake Soley, you couldn't even change the initials of your main character? No. no. <laughs> and, it's, and it's also the plot of Book of Boba Fett, by the way, just in case and you guys They right. literally yeah, put true. visual colors of the wind in the movie. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. So we, we cut back to Sarah in the hospital. She's still sort of playing dead. Wait, are we as not doing the uh, the drop? God, <laughs> get on it. the stick, Eric! Come on, man. I know. Um, I didn't say it because I knew like we were doing the drop. I was I was trying like to preserve the integrity of the drop. That's why you're better than me. That's what that <laughs> is. I just have a list printed out in front of me. Exactly. Play the clip. This is the. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the clip I've been talking about the whole movie. I forgot to exactly. mention yep, the play. Yep, yep. Not a Terminator anymore, right? Got that? You just can't go around killing people. Why? What do you mean, why? Because you can't. Why? Because you just can't, okay? Trust me on this. God damn it, kid. What's up with you? <laughs> <laughs> no, Joe, I, I got... Uh, this is no, where no, I no. put my I, foot down. I wanted, like, Billy Bob Thornton to yell that at the Terminator because he kept asking <laughs> fucking why. <laughs> are you <laughs> fucking Thurman Herman? Are you fucking, fucking with me? Fucking with are me, you kid? fucking with me? <laughs> <laughs> that's what that scene reminded me of. That's why I wanted to play that drop. Yeah. You're right. That's so good. <laughs> but it's true. That 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 hit me pretty hard, like, the importance mm-hmm. of, of that. So thank yeah. you for correcting me. You know what it is? This beer, this delicious beer from Hourglass Brewing, which is now a proud sponsor of Masters of the Universe, blew well, my Masters tits off. Masters of the Cinematic Universe. There you go. Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Oh, Come on, Ng Ching, whatever your name is. <laughs> Joe! Holy shit, Joe. He doesn't eh. listen. He just posts Masters of the Universe stuff. I the know that, but come on, dude. Oh, yeah. Holy no. crap. That guy. Yeah, what beer, what beer is beer. that? What it's, beer called, is that, Eric? it's called Nom Nom. It's a guava pastry, sour. Uh, it's got pink guava, tangerine, boysenberry, milk, sugar, vanilla beans. None of that matters just because it's delicious. And like I said, it, it blew my cl- my tits clean off. It's uh, nice. Look how big it to... is. It's enormous. That, there's Holy no shit. For that. Yeah, that's a girthy can. Is that a 16? <laughs> Thank you. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm watching Adam's face. That's so good. Is that a 16 ouncer? Oh yeah, you know it. Wow. I'm, I'm gonna why like go a tuna can. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Orlando. I'm gonna go there with you. It's all about the girth, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Exactly. exactly. Often overlooked, but man, the girth. And that's it, true. The that's length true. is one thing, but you gotta have the girth. Adam, you know. You know. Wow. <laughs> 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 um. No, thank you for keeping me on track with these clips because, uh, yeah, that hourglass, you're fucking up my whole episode. <laughs> um, you're not a Terminator anymore. Very important. Yes. You're a real so, boy. with that, you're a real boy. <laughs> <laughs> What? Now, Why? So I'm going to take a quick pause here. Have you guys seen the latest Terminator film? Uh, Why? Dark Fate? Or Dark what is it Fate. called? Yeah. I, I well, enjoyed they, they, it. They stopped at two, so. No, that's true. No, I agree. Three was a debacle. I actually, no. Terminator Two 3D at Universal Studios is pretty good. That was pretty good. Yes. Yeah, that was. I agree. Yeah, yeah. 
But um, James Cameron had a hand in that, so I think that's why. Right. And he had a hand in the last one. That's why I asked, because it was really the only sequel after this that he had a hand in, as far as I I didn't dislike the one with the Avatar dude. With Sam. Sam, uh, What's his name? Sam Avatar. Yeah, Sam Sam Avatar. I didn't dislike that one. And the last one I thought was actually pretty cool. I dig the the female human Terminator. um, Mm -hmm. Sam Hall? I forget her name, but uh, just another quick non sequitur. I first saw her in a show called Halt and Catch Fire on AMC, which I would highly recommend to anybody who's like, you know, because that shows the birth of the personal computer in the 80s and 90s. Um, but I dig her as an actor. So I, I, I enjoyed that, that new one, or the latest one. Yeah, I kind of did too, man. It's a guilty yeah. pleasure. I, it was better than it had any right to be. Well, exactly. It was put together well enough to keep interest. The, the action scenes were good and all that stuff, yeah. And and the reason I bring it up is because it shows you narratively what would happen to the Terminator had he been allowed to keep learning human traits. Right, exactly. And he just becomes like a dude who lives in a cabin and wears a flannel shirt. Oh, exactly. Yes, exactly. Um, uh, On that topic, really quick, the Sarah Connor Chronicles, I never watched it. Has anybody seen it? Is it worth it? Yeah, I liked it. It was good. Okay, Eric, yes. Joe, no. Adam, have you watched it? it? I haven't seen yeah, it, no, I've, but I heard good I things. I haven't seen it. Yeah. So maybe I'll add that to the list. Anyway, go ahead, Eric. Sorry. All right, so we cut back to Sarah Connor. She's still playing possum, getting locked back up at her cell. And that creepy guard that beat her with that nightstick in that deleted scene. Oh, Dougie. God. Inexplicably just licks her face, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like fucking now, Charlie Mur- No, uh, Rick James. Enjoy yourself, bitch. Cocaine is one hell of a drug. (laughs) I mean it's 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 so unsettling, man. And I get why it's there. It's there for the same reason that I guess T one thousand killing the dog was once there. Right. Because you need to understand why she knocks the fuck out of this guy so hard. I mean this goes back to the other the other additional scene. Like the the abuse scene. Again, I understand the reason for it because it, it, it explains thoroughly why she absolutely knocks the shit I mean, out of this guy. Licking her on the face just seems worse than like the worser things he could have done. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's just absolutely. Such, a, such a violation. Right. And so, yeah. you know, that, that helps because you're still rooting for her. You know what I mean? Even when she's doing bad things. Yeah. Um, and she hits this guy harder on film I than really I think. I really wish he would have stuck the broom up his ass. <laughs> that that would have been appropriate, man. Like yeah. you walk around the hallway and you just see a guy laying on the floor with a broom sticking out of his ass. I spoke I spoke to Cameron and he agrees. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he had that written in, but the studio said no. Nah. I, I, no broom I up keep... the ass. Nah. Mr. Cameron. <laughs> so after the licking and the leaving, she snaps to action and she gets that paper clip she stole earlier and she starts picking that lock to escape herself. Yeah. Do you know that, that Linda Hamilton learned how to pick locks because of that scene? I do. Like, that's how devoted she was to that, to that role and, and her acting method in general. I mean, that's... She could pick locks. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's it is. Awesome. It's very cool. Uh, we cut to a night guard, and uh, this guy, he's a twin, right? That used to great effect. Like, anytime there needs to be two of someone in a movie, yep. back in the 90s before CGI... 
Right. He just hired twins. Well, this was my this was my point about the genius of Cameron at that time. Is exactly. I mean, Linda Hamilton and her twin sister, and this dude. It's Don and Dan Stanton. Yes, is their name, and they they were in a bunch of movies. They're in a bunch of movies either as two as twins or as the same person playing off each other, and that's what Cameron did. He grabbed these two dudes and used them rather than figuring out special effects. I mean, because split screen, that's been around since the 60s. But, mm-hmm. you know, it was just easier to do it this way. And that's yeah. what he did. So, um, Yeah, it, it works really, really well. Obviously, you know, you've got the T-1000 impersonating the guard and killing him and taking over his, his yeah. visage so that he can get to Sarah Connor. Oh, and coming out of the floor was like one of the coolest scenes. Yeah. You know, oh. Seen it in the theater. Was just so cool because that was really that was quality CGI. Yeah, like that I got was like Beetlejuice vibes off that. No, exactly, exactly. But just the way that the checkerboard floor wrapped around him as he stood up, it was really well done. And I, I like I, I really it. But I can see that. Adam's face right now, and and <laughs> yeah, to me, it's uh, I'll let you have it. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well played. So the team I mean, it would have been cooler if, like, he was the vending machine. <laughs> it would be cooler if he was a can of Coke. And right. Yeah. Oh, no complex moving parts. That's, <laughs> That's the problem true. with That's the true. vending machine. The can of Coke would have worked. So T-1000 infiltrates Sarah's uh, hospital. We've got the night guard walking around, the creepy one. He, he investigates an open janitor closet where there's a broken broomstick. And oh, yeah. Before he has a chance to process what he's seeing, Sarah clocks oh. the fuck out of this guy. Babe Ruth. Oh, she ass. means it. I mean, it. that was, yeah. Now, oh, was James so Cameron, to um, accentuate the brutality of the scene, put one frame of pure white. white. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, to simulate like what he felt. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's effective, man. Like, oh, hell yeah. My God. So you get this great tension of her trying to escape the facility while the T-1000 is trying to infiltrate the facility to get to her. And, you know, they're, they're always almost crossing paths or across hallways from each other. You know, it's, it's very well done. I mean, if you want to talk about tension and score and all that stuff that's integral to a movie-going experience, fucking this is it, man. Like, yeah. You get this awesome shot, which I bragged to my wife about, where you've got the um, guard, you pan up, and you pan back down, and it's no longer the guard. It's the cop. Right. No special yeah. effects needed. Nope. Homeboy just ducked. And <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. and I was like, that's brilliant. Look at it. Look at it. And she's like, oh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Um, but it is, it is practical filmmaking. And honestly, that kind of stuff works better than some of the CGI. It still holds up. You don't run into it. It's kind of the same deal with um, any of the stuff you love in cinema. The Back to the Future car that flies into the frame and goes behind a telephone pole and all of a sudden it's driving. It's like, you know, yeah. it's just these simple tricks that look well and you don't notice the seams, you know? Yep. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, Terminator Arnold and John are on their way to the hospital because, you know, John well, it's Hinson's- exterminator. Exterminator. That's exactly. true. Because that's what they need to do, per John. And by yeah. the way, you're not a Terminator anymore. You need to swear that you won't kill anyone. I love that he's so advanced and he has access to 
all of this, you know, wealth of information, but he doesn't know what the word swear means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's what is that? What? What is that? So he makes Come a on, promise kid, are you that fucking he fucking with me. Yeah. <laughs> makes a promise he won't kill anyone, and this is at this point in the movie where he starts to shooting people's kneecaps out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Joe, if you hit this next clip, this is his justification. He'll live. <laughs> That's all you need to know. That's so great. Yeah, he'll live. Deadpan. <laughs> That's where Arnold Schwarzenegger shines, man. Oh yeah. Two to three. Oh, the words. theater. The theater lost it. We were all in there. We <laughs> laughed. The whole theater laughed so hard when he said that. I mean, it's great. It's perfect. Yep. That's what you want out of your Arnold in a movie. You don't yeah. want the paragraph. You don't want the soliloquy, man. Nope. You I shot him in the kneecap, so that is not going to be a wound that will continue (laughs) to kill him. It is an extremity Mm -hmm. shot, and it will uh, let him continue to preserve his life force. Yeah, that's the the extended, extended cut. Yeah. 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 He'll live. He'll live. It it just rolls off the tongue so much better. Bali Ali Aloy. (laughs) (laughs) So Sarah's Sarah's escaping, right? Um, You get this very tension-filled sequence where she breaks into the control room her psychiatrist is there she's basically got him at needlepoint you know uh with some with rat drain-o. poison or drain yeah. or whatever. Was drain-o. oh yeah drain-o. roto yeah. was it roto rooter roto or some kind of shit like that yeah, yeah. just yeah. this blue gunk or miami yeah. as they call it fabuloso fabuloso <laughs> and she says i'll pump him full of that shit yep and you believe her, man. Another like, the needle's great... already in his neck. I mean, yeah. like... Oh, yeah, it's in there, man. She almost makes it out, and a stuntman dressed as a as an orderly <laughs> fucking yanks the needle out of his neck. Yeah. And the jig is up. Um, now, T-1000, you know, sees kind of like her war path and, and pulls his gun out like, oh, shit, you know, I got to... And and this is where it all comes to a head. She's running down the hallway, presses the elevator, which again, here's my wife. Why doesn't she take the stairs? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good point. I mean, yeah, my, very true. Also in there that you know the fucking doctor realizes all this shit is true. Oh yeah. Oh well, yeah. That comes we're, up. We're in getting a minute, there. Man. Yeah. This guy's yeah. life is fucking ruined. He shows up in one of the sequels. Um, I don't remember which one because I, I haven't rewatched those movies. You know. Yeah, in a while. It might be three. The, maybe the worst one. <laughs> like, that's the worst one. It's fucking awful. <laughs> so, folks, don't watch three. Skip yeah, right to the next it. one, whichever one that is. Get on Wikipedia and just read the synopsis. Yeah, exactly. Um, but out of the elevator steps fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger, and of course she has a panic attack because this was the dude that was trying to kill her for an entire movie prior to this. Yeah, right. And I love I love that because as tough as she is. You're right. This is the this is her PTSD moment. Yeah, she completely reverts back to her previous self, her non knowledgeable, ass kicking self, and it's understandable. I mean, holy shit, the most traumatic experience of her life as a young adult, and you know, it's right, it's facing her again. So yeah, I thought again, that was really cool. You're 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 right, and brilliant acting, man. Like yeah. even as she's being tackled and pinned to the ground. Just her desperation, like she, right. he'll fucking kill us all. Like you don't understand. It exactly. is breathtaking acting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this hobbled Terminator, who's not allowed to kill, it just starts throwing people through fucking windows. <laughs> know, and- it's so great. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, that's that the part where he grabs the one 
orderly and throws him through the door window. Oh, that's some great friggin' stunt work. Yeah, like that dude. He had to be hurting afterwards. Oh my god! Because he went through that thing. He folded over the door and then continued yeah. through the door onto the floor, like in right. one take, one done. And, and, and it was amazing. So I'm calling out sick the next day. Yeah, exactly. Hey, remember exactly. that stunt I did with the fucking? Yeah, my. I'm just not feeling right, man. Like, yeah, you know? Yeah. So you're right, Joe. The psychiatrist gets to see all this shit unfold. He sees, um, you know, the T-1000 literally walk through bars, metal bars. Um, it, that that ILM shit holds up. That was I, good. Yeah. Yeah. That was very good. And then the night, the beautiful touch with the gun. Yeah. Getting stuck for a second, he had a turn. That was beautiful. Do you know how they but- made the sound effect for that? No. no. It was dog food coming out of a can. Holy oh, shit. Perfect. That's, perfect. that's perfect. That is perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know who I was as a person before I knew that, but I'm, I'm happy that I'm the person <laughs> I am now because that's fucking amazing. Yeah, um, yeah man. I, I, of all of the like CGI stuff, that, I think that holds up the best. I agree. Totally. Yep. Um, so he chases them to the elevator and pries it open and arnold shotguns this motherfucker to the head and again cgi yes but practical effects yes yeah like they built a rig with a split open with a halved metal head and there's a guy in there and it is if if you get a chance just google the um the stan winston behind the scenes stuff on this movie it's incredible how they put this stuff together yeah um it it looks so good that it doesn't look like it's practical. Right. Um, they get down the elevator, down to the garage, so they can get out of there with this this T-1000, you know, riding up top, and he's got stabby arms, which you do as a villain. You always have, you know, some sort oh, of stabby yeah. arm situation happening. Um, they steal a car. There's a harrowing chase. Again, too fast running. This motherfucker. Yep. Again, my brother, my younger brother and I, we always called this the Terminator run. Yes. Where you yeah, don't close your arms. fists. You just <laughs> well, it's out a, Seriously, it's like a sprinter's run. It's like an yeah. Olympic sprinter's run. Yeah. And I think that's what he took it from. You know? Speaking of again, you forgot another drop. Well, that, at this point, I've abandoned all drops. I'm just relying on you to tell me <laughs> that, I've, that I've missed one. And then I'll go, oh, yeah. I just yeah. don't want to break your flow, but you, you know this is an important one. All right, we're we're also overdue for a break. Just to let everybody that's know. true. Here's our last clip of this uh, portion of the episode. Come with me if you want to live. It's okay, mom. He's here to help. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. I'm sorry. That's just gonna get me getting the ghost out. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you, man. Uh, yeah. Join us for part three and what will be, I promise you, the final thrilling conclusion. <laughs> We're promising Adam more than anybody. <laughs> yeah. He's hanging tough here with us. Adam's hanging on by a thread. He, you got to realize, time zone wise, he is struggling, folks. Right. Uh, Five hours ahead, man. This is late. Join oh, us for part three. It's uh, late at the moment. <laughs> Terminator 2 Do you know anyone with a birthday? 
Get him some custom art at artofericpabone.com. Want to impress your significant other on your anniversary? Skip the wilted flowers and the dirty CVS teddy bear. Commission a custom family portrait at artofericpabone.com. Maybe you're just like me and you like unique pieces of art, celebrating your favorite films, comics, and pop culture. Head to artofericpabone.com and shop till you drop. And don't forget, MOTCU listeners get special discounted pricing on all custom art. Don't pay some cookie-cutter bullshit from Hobby Lobby. I'm pretty sure child labor was involved in that painting of a cow you just had to have. Be a hero and support local art at artofericpabone.com. Thank you.